Time stops for no being. Overthrowing despots be damned. A favor for a friend and ally brings the Void Jammer's crew to the ocean planet of Entha on a rescue mission. They'll soon find out that the Turning Water is home to many mysteries, some that jeopardize their current mission, and some about the crew members themselves. Beneath the surface lie potential answers, and for once, a job that has them answering a call to protect and to preserve. Aside from the demons within, in their way stands a much more immediate and external dragon to slay, the company manager of Entha and her squad of aquatic troubleshooters. And Saren, Relora, Ballad, and Friday look like the perfect target practice. Ride the waves or get shot trying. Far beyond the stars. I can't tell the four of you how much I enjoy reading through your thirst notes before the beginning of every session. Uh, for today, I want to call out Jess and Ballad in particular uh, for excited to have some cool ocean experiences because she wants to mope underwater and compare the experience to her space moping. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> that's some funny shit. I love that. <laughs> oh, that's <you>. great. <laughs> Sometimes you're just in the mood to mope and like you want to go oh somewhere my god. like scenic to do it. It's like when I, you know like I know um I'm if I'm depressed, I know I'm recovering if I want to like go on a walk and listen to some dramatic music. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, your heat, like you're on the upward trend if you can be that meta about your own moping. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna go mope outside. Next time I'm in a scenery. <laughs> Very depression, Barbie. I love it. <laughs> mm hmm. Yeah. Sometimes um, I miss living in Monterey was so nice because you could mope at the beach anytime. You oh, had every option of beach. <laughs> <laughs> Do I want to go and sit on the, on the pebble beach? <laughs> Throw rocks in the water. <laughs> What's my depression aesthetic today? <laughs> Perfect. You know when Speaking you're moping, your job should just be beach. <laughs> <laughs> I I feel awful. I am so bad at this. Like, I was looking yeah. back, and I haven't written conditions for like five episodes. I I don't know <laughs> why I am so bad at note taking. Yep, uh, you you never fun. do it. I am vibe, cool. I, I I just am. Uh, embody Friday's chaos and like I'm just like I'm not going to do any regimented writing <laughs> yeah I don't know and you also I will say that you have a pretty you usually have a pretty good memory for what emotional state Friday was left in most recently yeah because it's almost always my emotional state so it's yeah there you go <laughs> Friday's more of a self insert in a cowboy hat <laughs> which is fantastic uh, but Jess, that was so funny. I, I see you're already maxed out on hero points. So, you know, this doesn't matter. It's symbolic only. But I, I would have given you a hero point 
if you. you had an open <laughs> slot, but you don't. But that did. Uh, See, that that's did why you burn them. You got to burn them fast. Know. Burn and burn, it's also- Angel. <laughs> Go on, Jess. Oh, I was just gonna say. I also just need to be funny when I don't have hero points. You know, <laughs> <laughs> that's true. <laughs> um, but I think like not having hero points just drains the humor out of you. I guess you're desperate. <laughs> yeah, and it's just not funny anymore. <laughs> uh. Angel, I want you to know that I have absolutely adopted that earn and burn philosophy to every video game that I've been playing uh. recently. Because like, <laughs> I'll. I'll be fighting the urge to like hoard this resource and I'm just going to like, but then I'll never use it. And then I go earn and burn baby. Check <laughs> those potions. Funny, it's funny. You say that I've been doing the same thing with persona five right now is like, I don't, I try to avoid using magic at all costs. I use all the items in my inventory before I get to hmm. my own personal stuff. Uh, because I don't want to waste my my magic points and stuff like that. Uh, so I just burn these items and it's so hard for me to do it. It's like, but I might need these later for the big boss. And I'm like, nope, just use them. <laughs> you're going to, because you're going to get to the end of the game and you're going to have like 600 of something and be like, why didn't I fucking mm-hmm. use these? <laughs> like, that's what always happens. Yep. And you're going to have more impressive skills by the time you get there anyway. And those things aren't going to seem as useful as they would have when you really needed them. Yeah. You know, at least if it's a well-designed game. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly. Trust the developers have left you the things that you need at some point along the road and just use it. So in that spirit, uh, we're getting into the meat and potatoes of this book. I am so thrilled and excited to welcome the four of you to hell, a.k.a. (gasps) Entha, (laughs) the ocean planet. Last episode, uh, the four of you prepared for this perilous journey by purchasing aquatic gear, doing some downtime activities that enhanced your weapons or enhanced your morale. Uh, Well done, Friday, on a, you know, a little bumpy, but otherwise pretty great family movie night really really gave everybody a bit of a boost and you have uh, finally arrived on Entha source of Saren's nightmares mm-hmm. big gorgeous blue marble floating out there in near space I just want to say, say oh go ahead you go <laughs> what good is ocean without beach Right. Um, that's Actually, a really, really good point. <laughs> you know, you know what I, I'm thinking of when I see this is that episode of Firefly where it's the all ocean pe- and the rich people live there. Remember, that's mm. when they did the, the heist with the redheaded woman that always screws yeah. them over. Uh, uh, yeah. And it was an all ocean planet, and that that was they had the floating docks above the water, uh, the floating places. <sighs> It's the I thing is like that, that it's such a George Lucas ass thing to have a oh, planet be just one fucking biome. He kept doing mm-hmm. that like Star Wars. It's like he could only conceptualize. Okay, we have one planet. What? Here's a forest planet. Then we have cold <laughs> planet, and then we have a uh, desert, desert planet. It's planet. like dog. Wow. Dog. Then we have city planet. <laughs> city planet. That's not Casino it, planet. Honey. <laughs> 
We're just gonna take all the parts of Earth and like split it up into a bunch of planets. Like that's as far as his imagination you, went with that. You know, George, planets are pretty <sighs> big. Uh, you know, <laughs> yeah. like how this one is pretty big <laughs> and has like <laughs> dozens of different biomes. <laughs> now can never unhear that. <laughs> Look, but if if you have city planet, then how do you yeah, have planet city- under city? <laughs> <laughs> Such oh. a good question that George Lucas would never think of or be able to answer. Oh, George. But they definitely oh, answer it in the extended universe and the books and everything. Like, it's, yeah, that's I because people with real imaginations have taken over and made it better. <laughs> Ooh, shots fired, George. Boom, boom. I have no respect for George Lucas. <laughs> no, me neither. <laughs> he had no hands in the best Star Wars pieces. Nope. He had he had some good he had some good starting ideas. And then other and then people everybody who else knew how to Yes. Exactly. <laughs> fixed, fixed it. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, this is a very George Lucas planet. Um you will you know, honestly, that really is gonna keep bearing itself out. So have a good time. <laughs> Um, <laughs> as you explore the particular place that you've arrived on this planet, uh, you know, what you've learned from uh, extranet searches, as well as, you know, Friday having been here before and what he observed. And then most importantly, what Saren observed from uh, your couple years of actually working here. You've arrived on a a platform called Elysium. It's it's one of only a few that are currently on the surface of Entha at the moment. It's a it's a platform that has been it, it's it is settled on land. It's sort of a manufactured island of land that has been uh, terraformed and raised from the seabed to create a relatively stable island for this little floating city to be on. It is intended, and one of the reasons it's called, you know, Elysium, which being humans who are trained in, you know, a Western civilization framework, uh, Elysium after, you know, the the Greek heaven for heroes, basically. (sighs) So it's supposed to be, it's, its destiny is to be this, like, five-star resort for the super elite uh, on the surface of this completely ocean planet. At the moment, it's kind of a far cry from that. It's it's pretty run of the mill. It's more of a it's more of a workers company town at the moment. You really get the sense that given that it's been uh, nearly a decade since Saren had even last worked here. Uh, Elysium really should be farther along towards its goal of being a resort and less of a worker's town while they finish building it. At least that's what you can see from the dock. Edge is really hitting all the all the classics of evil corporation. <laughs> Aren't they the worst? Are. It's just the worst. <laughs> Space Epcot. <laughs> They're like it's. They are the the absolute epitome of evil bureaucracy with all of its intendant with all, all of its attendant <laughs> issues. <laughs> uh, in addition to Jesus. the great harm that it can do. Yeah. Sorry, Heidi. What were you gonna say? You. I cut you off. I cut you off. Oh. I, <laughs> oh. I think Sarah was just gonna say along the lines of like, really seems like something has been stalling out the work here. I wonder what's going on. Well, hopefully it's just some good old 
they don't know what the hell they're doing. Hopefully. (laughs) 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 You doing okay, Saren? Sea monster. There are no sea monsters on Entha. Oop. (laughs) (laughs) Of course not. Well, uh, there's nobody here on this huge planet. Nobody at all. (laughs) Just some seaweed, I'm sure. (laughs) The only sea monster we're facing here is Edgecorp. (laughs) True. I see a monster. (laughs) So last session, you had um, loaded up Bessie 2 with the parts that you were planning to deliver here. You've taken him down the ramp. And then who do you spy? Wonder of wonders, miracle of miracles, dinks of dinks on the landing platform next to you, but the Wintermorn. Oh, that's right. Oh. You know, they've got some boxes stacked around their own ramp. Uh, Nemolith is lounging on top of one of them, staring out to sea. Not that there's anywhere else to stare here. And uh, looking pretty bored. Uh, Dizzy is also staring out to sea, but with a lot more overt interest. Uh, Neva is pacing and frowning very hard down at a data pad in her tiny little paws. And Jinx, the member that you've interacted with the least, is watching her with no real visible expression on his face. You can't really tell what he's thinking. They are within screaming distance. If you wanna, if you wanna get their attention, Friday's gonna walk up to behind Nemolith and go, "Is there something interesting out there?" Hmm. I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna roll a little. I'm gonna roll a little for, for like you. If you want to, are you trying to surprise her? Yes. Okay. I want you to roll me a stealth. Eleven. Eleven's pretty good for you. <laughs> for negative three, hey, that's not bad. That's not bad at all. Uh, you don't <laughs> surprise her, though. She's got a pretty high perception. Honestly, oh, that on. makes it, honestly that makes it even better. Vix is going to nudge Ballad in kind of the rib, like, look at the captain trying to stealth. Why, why is he stepping that way? I think he's seen one too many cartoons. Oh, that's where the form's familiar. Oh, I, I couldn't place it. So in your mind, is Friday like literally on his tiptoes with his hands kind of next to his chest, like trying to like cartoon creep? He's doing a Scooby-Doo creep. He's doing a Scooby-Doo cartoon creep. That's exactly what he's doing. And he's like moving from like shipping box to shipping box thinking he's being all clever. Uh, he's making the noise like do 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 do. Yeah, that's how he gets caught. He's literally making the creepy no- creepy noise. Do, 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 do. So he's also doing the cronk. Yes. What's even more hilarious about this is he's seven feet tall. So it's just like yeah, exactly. he's not. He is not like easy to miss. <laughs> He's a big dude. Oh man. All right. Um so you come up behind Nemolith. Uh she turns she looks over her shoulder at you and gives you sort of like a quick half smile and goes, "Absolutely nothing is interesting <laughs> about this place." I don't know. I'm pretty interesting. <laughs> she just stares at you. 
but are you about this place? <laughs> <laughs> I like, am about it. I am about it right now. <laughs> you're not from here. <laughs> but that means you think <sighs> I'm interesting. You have your moments. You all do. So what? what's going on here? Why is uh, Neva so frustrated, it looks like? So I just want to say Nemleth has big, like, Remista energy right now from <laughs> She-Ra. <laughs> she's, she's like, <laughs> she looks over at Neva and she rolls her eyes a little bit. She's like, she's, oh, she's just really tense for reasons. We're we're here delivering parts and also Edgecorp contacted Neva for her drilling-related experience. So she's also here to act as a consultant for some of their enterprises. I gather they've had a bit of trouble. And, uh, well, she'll tell you herself she doesn't have uh, the best history with large corporations drilling into various planetoids. If you want to go over there and offer her some captainly advice, I'm sure she wouldn't appreciate it, but it would be something fun for me to look at. (laughs) Sounds good. (laughs) Uh, before you, before you go, you, she, she suddenly actually like spins fully around to face you on the crate and reaches into one of her pockets and says like, you did us a real favor a few weeks ago and I haven't forgotten it and I won't. And this isn't payment for it or anything, but well here. And she hands you a defiant fusion seal fourth level. (gasps) Oh, Uh, A weapon with the Defiant Fusion resists efforts to be removed from its wielder. If you are wielding it when you are knocked unconscious, panicked, or stunned, it stays in your hand. You also gain a bonus to your KAC against combat maneuvers to disarm the weapon with uh, equal to one-fifth the weapon's level. Thank you kindly, and uh, I don't think we ever asked for anything to help because, you know, you're the best friend in these money can buy. She laughs. She's like... (laughs) Well, that is uh, quite a compliment. Back at you. But something's, something kind of stinks about this place that also has it's part of what has Neva on edge. And Well, whatever. I don't need it anymore. So it might get you out of a fight. Well, I appreciate it. And uh, if it's associated with Edge Corp, it always stinks. She, she nods. Sounds about right. I uh, tip my hat and then I go over to... Who, who's the captain? I always forget the captain's name. Neva Robo. How's it going, Neva? She glances up at her data pad <clears throat> at you and she's like, Ugh, what are you doing here? You know, I don't really know. But, you know, what's funny about space is space is so vast, yet we keep running into each other. It's almost like we have some kind of connection. Yeah, because you keep, I don't know, taking our jobs. <laughs> But you do notice, Friday, that she doesn't say that with a lot of bite in it. It almost sounds teasing. I think we take each other's jorbs. <laughs> well, agree to disagree. I'm thinking at this point, Vix is going to slither up. Um, actually, just for the fun of it. Um, okay. Maybe right behind <laughs> 28 still. Maybe pop up like right behind Damn. the captain. And yeah, go- Let me look at Neva's stats real quick and oh. see if she's especially <laughs> perceptive. <laughs> She's pretty perceptive, but let's uh, let me let me roll it real quick. Oh, let's see. 
Uh, yeah, she doesn't notice you. I'm, I'm oh. going to say you also, uh, she, she, she's taking a negative because she also, you know, is flustered talking to Friday and flustered about whatever's on her data pad. So, yeah. <laughs> uh, we'll do that kind of like pop behind the shoulder of the captain's like, so I heard something about drilling. What's that all about? She kind of jumps a little bit when she sees you, which like, you're a vesk right now. <laughs> yeah. That, like how how was the Vesk so sneaky? <laughs> he did, it's because he didn't do the the music while he was moving. Oh, yeah, just did all the, that would be a pretty crucial. Did element the, the Randall from yeah. Monsters Inc. like <laughs> scuttling about? Oh, nice scuttling about like camouflaging yourself. Oh, maybe yeah. Just because oh, the, the Randall the involves just matching the bit. background here and there. Here, there. that'd be super cool. I gotta see if there's like a feat that'll do that. Plus, that's a vet. Sorry, this one's like a more uh, streamlined, kind of athletic, slender type build um, for their form. Cool. So it's like a, a lithe, slender vest. Lithe. Lithe. <laughs> yes, yeah, so drilling. That sounds interesting. What kind she of equipment are you using? Absolutely jumps and like puts her hand over her heart real quick and then scowls at you oh, for daring. My apologies. I mean,. Not very good equipment, if that's what you're asking. Oh. oh. This entire project stinks. It's everything on this list, and she wraps her data sheet, of what we were asked to bring is below industry standards. It lacks key redundant safety features. It's just... Oh. It's it's just... It's shoddy work. And you... It, it's... You, Nina... Neva is so prickly about it like you've you've met her enough times to know that like her base personality tends toward prickly (laughs) but uh she seems genuinely a little triggered by what she's seeing on her data pad so with miss fanny when she first got picked up by the captain she was doing like supply requisition warehouse work is this kind of pretty standard edge corp operations to kind of like i don't know cut down to maximize profits or is this kind of a little does this kind of does it like does not pass the smell test like for edge corp i'm gonna i'm gonna want you to roll me a check for that okay um let's see i think i'm just gonna have you roll me a perception just to see if you have perceived any differences in different edge corp projects that you've been involved with, just as like a basic awareness thing. Okay, uh, fourteen. Okay, yeah. Uh, to to your knowledge, I don't know. Edge corp kind of cuts corners everywhere. Edge corp is a cutting corners kind of place. Hmm. But in well, your that's... experience, it usually doesn't. It's usually not so terrible that it actually endangers anybody. Like. Sure, it looks bad and it feels bad, but I mean, they are the company that let us go around on a ship around space without any weapons. <laughs> yeah, but what do what do cargo people need weapons for? Really, you were fine, mostly, and and it, and it's that you were fine mostly <laughs> that you that you uh, are able to perceive and recall. Would. Probably Vix will just uh, empathize. Like, oh, there's 
No excuse for shoddy materials, especially in a drilling operation. Hmm. Well, what you gonna do? I mean, I've been hired to help them try to improve the operation, so I'm gonna do that, I guess. Not that they're actually gonna listen to my advice, but I just... She seems like she's waffling a little bit and then lowers her voice some to talk to the two of you. I just... I took the job because... Well, if I do have any chance to help make the working conditions a little safer, I'm, I have to I have to do something. And she, she says this in almost a tone of, like, embarrassment. I get that. We're, we're kind of here on a similar trajectory, just maybe just, just different goals. Well, what are you here for? Aren't you just making a delivery? She nods over it where Bessie is obviously loaded up with supplies. We're here looking for somebody. Who? The daughter of our fixer. She's uh, she's gone missing. And we're just hoping we can help her out. She does so much for us. We want to make sure that her daughter's okay. Well, I mean, if she's gone missing here, Neva gestures around to like, what's, what's honestly like a fairly small, like a fairly small town sized area. I mean, it shouldn't be that hard. That's what I'm hoping. Well, good luck. Yeah, same, same, same to you. And also, uh, if you need any help, give give us a holler and we'll we'll come running. <laughs> Thanks. No same. problem. Uh, I pat her on the back and head back to Bessie. You like you are so huge compared <laughs> to her that you actually like do oh jolt goodness. her body a little bit, like almost by accident. Even if you're trying to be gentle, like. <laughs> That's that's a big old paw you're putting on this rat lady. <laughs> I try to do it as gently as I can. I think I know my uh-huh. own strength. Yeah, 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 yeah. But like, it's just like she's just like. Ugh. <laughs> I'll leave some I think Freddy smirks a little, a little bit at, when he does it too. Like oh, he yeah. knows it. Like you have a rival, a rival, a friend. Your frenemies. <laughs> yeah, I'll go ahead and leave some snacks. Yeah, you're gonna leave everybody some snackies, little snacks. That way, you know, up their morale. Assorted, uh, assorted little snackies. Dizzy is delighted with the snacks. Like, oh, maybe they're like, ooh, what did you bring? Well, this one's like a nut cluster. Uh, this ooh. one is a uh, jam preserve. Um, and here are some uh, uh, crackers that I, I baked myself. And you know what? I actually think... You made these? Oh, absolutely. So they're all made with... They're almost like switching, like unconsciously to their like, and they're all oh <coughs> to the Miss Fanny voice. <laughs> <coughs> yes, they've all made with love. Oh, I believe I packed a thermos too. Going through like not the first bag, not the second bag, but the third bag. Ah, here we are. This is a nice matcha blend. Oh yes, oh, refreshing I for dreary, mundane work. You are, you are so nice. Just about one of the nicest people on any rival crew we've ever had. I mean, not that we've had a lot. Neva doesn't let us talk to other people very much. <laughs> I picked up a lot of things from their pilot, a skilled pilot. I was about to get a little jealous when it sounded like you had multiple rival crews. Oh, it's just you. Wait, has Dizzy seen the Vix skin before. I'm sorry. Oh, I keep I keep forgetting I that like... I think they've only run into Miss Fanny for one instance and the other I think was at the club was a Sheeran. So this is just like 
some oh, random okay. crewmate crew member. So I'm yeah. actually like, so part of what Dizzy is going to say to you is, is just kind of like, are you new? Yes. Like, that's super <laughs> nice. This is super nice to do. Like, I don't think we've met. I'm Dizzy. Uh, Vix, pleasure. Here's my bonfire oh, nice to meet you, info. Vix. Oh my gosh, Miss <laughs> Fanny. That's like, oh my gosh. They're like one of those where you could switch the accounts. It's like, do you want to switch to another account? Like Google does that. Uh-huh. Like, <laughs> like, so many they have to... They probably spend a good like hour of their day switching between their different media. Accounts. That sounds so exhausting. Oh I'm, God, I'm pretty sure Dizzy already has your bonfire it. info. Is what I was gonna say. But if you've got different profiles, oh absolutely. They all post something different uh, for each one. Like so oh, much fix. work. Pleasure. Here's my bonfire info. Uh, sure. Yeah. Okay. I mean, here's mine. Hey, uh. You wouldn't have happened. Uh, I, there's a there's another person with you. There's a tall uh, crystal person. There there she is. Oh, hey, Saren. And they wave vigorously at you. Saren is sitting on Bessie too, and is just like staring off into the distance, unconsciously like flexing and like you know the lance in and out, um, <laughs> and like kind of is caught off guard and like looks over and waves like the lance is in fact out <laughs> like you know. oh hi dizzy they come like bounding over to where you and bat like ballad you're hanging out on bessie right yeah she's like leaning against the outside with her arms crossed dizzy comes over and like bounds over to the two of you and goes like hi i just wanted to say hello before we go off and do our do our usual separate people stuff separate crews it's a totally normal way to phrase that yeah <laughs> the well, gm's brain is totally not breaking down <laughs> <laughs> it's it's good to see you are how are things on the ship did you get digit fixed up digit's actually bouncing along with dizzy and you can see that like oh. like Oh, yeah. Uh, I mean, I had to replace a couple of parts on it. Uh, it's And it's a little wonky. I've got a couple of other things that I'm tinkering with to get it back to sort of the optimal shape that I had it in before the uh, the uh, the uh, the incident. Uh, but, yeah, it's doing good. Thanks for asking. Oh, well, I'm glad. I mean, I know how important, you know, drones are to, well, mechanics, right? Yeah. I mean... You get it. I'm sure you've seen you've seen Jambot before. Yeah, where is Jambot? Oh, uh, Jambot is. So I, I think I point out like in the back, Jambot is kind of like in the back of Bessie too, just kind of sitting there chilling in like the compact mm-hmm. mode. It's like, oh, I, I did some did some retrofitting and reworked Jambot into less of a hover drone and more of a vehicle. Uh, what? They can turn into an intercycle. <gasps> you just see like the like the light of nerdy <laughs> joy in their eyes. It's like you did what to it? It was uh, I, we had so much fun uh, doing a, a a wrangling job, and uh, I figured I would just take take jam bike jam bot and turn it into jam bike. And you know, it's been well. It was a lot of a, a lot of good use in the incident. 
we have, I know we've got work to do, but we have got to meet up and talk about this later. I want you to show me. And then, I mean, I'm obviously not going to be turning digit into a vehicle anytime soon because I, I like it the way it is. But that is, but that, if I ever wanted to build another one, that is so cool. Oh, uh, yeah, I'd love to, I'd love to help you out and, or at the very least show you my schematics so that you, you can, you can make your own and kind of make it your own. Great. Yeah. Let's do it. I'll hit you up. And they make little cool. finger guns at you. Saren uh, still hasn't retracted the blade and like tries to, and then like tries to make finger guns, but realizes. Whoa. <laughs> Watch oh, it. Oh. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, and just like flexes and brings the blade back in. <laughs> just, just don't turn jam bike into jam sub with a PlayStation remote. And then we'll be good. <laughs> I mean, I have considered it. I mean, you kind of need <laughs> a sub at the moment. Yeah, so. I don't. We don't have the credits for for me to do a full uh, or the time for me to have done a full retrofit to jam bike. A, a full submarine retrofit. <laughs> <laughs> so far, uh, Jinx doesn't say anything to the party. He doesn't approach the party. He's not interested in talking to the party. But Ballad, you do see that from like you're in your respective lounging like places with your respective crews. Jinx does catch your eye and give you like the cool guy head and head bob. <laughs> oh like, yeah, she does it back. Like respect. Cool, cool guy head bob. We're, we're the stoic ones. We don't need to chit chat and jibber jabber like these people. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Jinx is totally the moody, moody guy on the beach throwing a rock. Yeah, yep. we're we're gonna mope together later. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Jinx is a mopey boy, and so if he wants to go hang out with Mopey Girl, the two of them can be a mopey pair. <laughs> they speak volumes with just a nod. Uh-huh. You know, it's it's kind of funny. We didn't plan these characters out to like match up with any char- NPCs in this game, but like we have foils in that ship, like literally for all of us, and that's hilarious mm-hmm. to me. <laughs> I, it does. It works out really well that like all of you, each of you has like your sort of opposite number there. I got, I got, well, I mean, I guess with possible, with the possible exception of like Nemolith and Relora, but I'm going to say that you were the mysterious girls. Yeah. Let's see. As, as Dizzy passes you again, Vix, they'll stop real quick and be like, Hey, I know that most of you don't use, uh, conventional weapons but i haven't met you before uh do do you use a gun at all oh yes yeah they'll pull out their um semi-auto pistol kind of like where they have it kind of stowed and then in one of their other bags um the little kind of like a double type kind of in like a nice kind of little foam they kind of just like part a little bit and that's where um vix now has his shiny new well i guess not new but newly cleaned sniper rifle oh like, nice uh, like, I do oh, I wow do that's a nice weapon some guns well you know I've got uh, I got some spare parts uh, that I've just kind of been hanging on to and I, I was gonna I was gonna I was gonna give it to to one of y'all the next time next time I saw you know the the void jammer you know I, I you weren't on the crew at the time I guess but uh, they they really helped us out of a rough spot and well, anyway, um, I've got I've got a couple of extra mods. If you if you want one for your gun, oh, I would love. You're too kind. You're too kind. Yes, I will. I will take them. Thank you. 
Awesome. Um, and so, Angel, you can actually, uh, it says here that you can take your pick uh, of any weapon mod you want, second level or lower, to add to your gun. Ooh, cool. Okay. And it'll just be the one Dizzy gave you. I like to think that uh, the Wintermorn doesn't ever get to see the same version of Miss Fanny or Relora. And so, like, they think we just constantly have, like, like we're just firing and hiring new people all the time. <laughs> and it's always Red the same person every spot. time. Yeah. This would be the yeah. third, I think, third instance and third, yeah. It has been. <laughs> <laughs> they, can't, they can't seem to fill that position doesn't stay filled for very long but i mean they know what we all do except for like no one seems to be a pilot except for like the random one who gets uh-huh <laughs> who, who we're constantly pilot. every couple weeks badass pilot. <laughs> a totally badass pilot but i'm also going to make that my headcanon for why no one asks after the pilot because it's like well they've just never into they've just never interacted like it's it's a new person every time, so it's just it's just not the same. Like whatever, who cares what happened to that last person? <laughs> <laughs> Do any of you have any more like questions or interactions you'd like to have with the crew of the Wintermorn? Uh, other than the equipment issues, something seems off. Is, is there anything else have kind of popped out for for any of you here? Word on the street. Just a quick assessment. Jinx shakes his head in a very terse, taciturn no. Dizzy shrugs. Nemolith just looks back out to sea. And Neva says, no, because the instant I did, we'd be fucking out of here. So I'll keep you posted. All right, fair, fair. We'll do the same. Oh, looks like like we're up anyway. Uh, there's a very serious looking callow uh, in a business suit making her way onto the landing pad and uh, making her way toward Neva. Looks like we're uh, off the waiting list to actually get into the joint. So, you know, we'll do our business. You do yours. We'll keep each other informed. And she's looking directly at Friday. Damn straight. All right. Stay safe. Well, later. And uh, she and the crew depart. Let me see if I can find a picture of a callow real quick. Oh, uh, the fish what people. What a callow is. Yeah, so these are these are fish guys. Um, you're you've they're so far the dominant uh, type of people that you've seen on the on Elysium so far, at least as far as the docks are concerned. Uh, who wants to make me a either a culture or a life sciences check to see if you know much about callow uh as a as a people i can't imagine this has anything to do with the underworld it really doesn't because it's an entire species so (laughs) (laughs) yeah i know (laughs) like i'm sure some of them have something to do with the underworld but (laughs) criminal species that's That's, that sounds that's 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 another george lucas mood (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> truly you see these the pentacle is heads? All criminals they're all exotic <laughs> dancers or criminals <laughs> it's like huts you know yeah yes yes Did it's like an entire that species that's the mob <laughs> yeah. we only we only deal in monoliths on this world mm-hmm. yeah. all right what did we get who rolled i rolled a 26 on my culture Ooh, very nice. Very nice. 
Anybody else roll? I rolled a 14. Kiddo. But as an okay. aid. Did you roll for it at all, Jess? Uh, yeah, my I got a culture roll of 23. Yeah, Saren and Ballad absolutely recognize uh, these people. So it's uh, the species name is Kalo, K-A-L-O. I'm sure uh, some Kalo are Kalo, but in general, uh, you know them to be a fairly like peace-oriented culture. Not to say that there aren't, you know, outliers as there are in any culture, but but in general, they they tend to be fairly peaceful. They're a fairly technologically advanced species. They uh, are originally uh, from like one of the moons of Brethida, which is one of the gas giants circling the Pact Worlds. And so they're from Kala Mahoy. Uh, they were one of the first residents of any moon to successfully win independent Pack Worlds recognition, and so they're actually pretty prominently seen on most Pack Worlds planets. Uh, although you probably wouldn't find one on find them in like too many like hot, arid areas. So they do seem to be the predominant like workers on Entha. Um, Saren, the reason you're so familiar with them is because like that was the case when you worked here as well perfect employees for a water world basically yeah you you saw them both when you were working underwater and when you were working on land and while they're a little slower on land that you've noticed they're not not that much they're still like pretty quick pretty agile and overall like pretty nice people they're giving shape of water vibes they are giving shape of water <laughs> good old um, abe sapien Exactly, Ooh. I was going to say. <laughs> Vix is going to get star eyes because they just realized they have never taken on an aquatic form. They'd be like, oh. I mean, other than their natural, natural form being, you know, starfish looking. <laughs> but that's not quite the same. Mm-mm. It's like, oh. No. I think they've got a super cool look uh just to describe for listeners like they look kind of like um they look a little bit like humanoid bats but underwater theme like they've got and and then also very shape of water uh the the fish monster from shape of water they look about as fuckable They've got these long fins that come down from their arms that that kind of look like bat wings. Uh, They've got long finned feet. They got fins all over their heads. They got little tentacle beards. And they are kind of a pretty teal green color, generally. Very cool looking. Very, very cool looking. Anyway, so one of them... Uh, just walked away with Neva and the cu- and the crew of the Wintermorn, and you wait around for a little while. You're you're still locked into your particular loading dock. You can't really go anywhere. You've let you've let the AI system know that like you're here. You're ready to unload your stuff. Like, what gives? Can we get Can a we move on, go? please? Yep. When uh, are any of you standing sort of like closest to the water? Like closest to the overlook. And oh, Ballad probably is. She she's moping. Well, she's doing her moping. <laughs> she's doing. She's she's also caught. You know, she's looking at out at the water, thinking like, ah, oh, if I just jump in there, I can sink for a while and do some really good moping down in the depths. <laughs> <laughs> 
I can look for Shan down there, probably. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Who's to say she's not down there? <laughs> so, Ballad, pretty close to where you're standing, you'll notice that uh, the, the water is kind of starting to foam. It's welling up a little bit. It's starting to lap over the sides of the platform. And a couple of wave cutter vehicles bob up from beneath the water. These are just kind of like uh, little 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 submersibles designed to go from the from the the island down to the terraforming platforms on the seabed. As the two vehicles bob to the surface, they've got these like bubble dome things on top, and those slide in two halves and then rotate beneath the craft to function as gyroscopic stabilizers. Uh, so as the waves rock, they're keeping Ooh. the platforms like perfectly stable. And in the foremost wave cutter, a large juvenile green dragon dressed Whoa. in an Edgecorp uniform of all things. Oh, no. <laughs> 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 I know, it's very upsetting. Corporate dragon. (laughs) (laughs) What the fuck? What the fuck? (laughs) Um, So if you haven't seen uh, the change in our cover on roll 20, this is the dragon that you're seeing. I'm just going to go ahead and drag it out over here. You're going (laughs) to drag it it out? I'm going to drag it out. I'm going to drag it out. Oh, they look cool. Uh, Saren, I want you to make me a culture check. I mean, you can all make me a culture check, actually, if you want. 16. I'm just going to give Saren, I'm going to give Saren a plus four. So 20. Yeah. Another fucking 23. <laughs> I damn. No. Valid. Roll twins. Oh, I rolled the last one. Roll twins. <laughs> I got a 23 and so did Valid. Okay. Nice rolls all around. Very nice rolls. What did you get again, Angel? Uh, 25. 25, all right. Well, shit. Accidentally. I was like, nope, that's, that's the wrong check. Amazing. Okay. Um, so all of you with that have been working at Edge Corp long enough. And you, when, you know what? It gets really, really boring in the drift. So boring that you do occasionally read the company newsletters. It's, it's really <laughs> that dull out there. So all four of you are familiar with this person. This is this is Avarin Sacreon, who is a rising star in Edgecorp. She recently won a prestigious award of accomplishment at the annual shareholder meeting. And uh, she has prom- she has appeared in some Edgecorp promotional materials to really inspire every employee to be the best that they can be really oh, reach for it off. if you work, <laughs> if you work hard you can maybe be on the level of this green dragon hmm. <sighs> work harder <sighs> achieve your dreams <laughs> Uh, the four of you are also aware that uh, Avarin has been heading up a project codenamed Racetrack, uh, or she used to anyway, that raked in record profits for the company, but relied on cheap, high turnover contract labor oh, that oh. ultimately destroyed several local economies. Yep. Okay. That, that figures why they're on the newsletter. Yep. That part wasn't in the newsletter, but 
you know, you you've all been talking to other lower level Edge Corp employees, and you know, you know the deal. Mm-hmm. Let's see. That's all that Saren knows. I think that Saren was too uh, turned off by and terrified of Avarin because every time you saw her around here, uh, it it wasn't fun for you. Fair. So you kind of avoided learning too much about her outside of what you've just heard just generally around. But the other three of you, ha- with your various contacts in various places, if, have also gleaned that within her first few years at Edgecorp, she had been brought to court on several worlds at least a dozen times. Charges have ranged from reckless endangerment to obstruction of justice to blackmail. And in each case, a team of well-paid company lawyers successfully defended Avarin, often through obscure legal technicalities. Hmm. So she kind of does have some criminal underworld things going on. Oh, she does for sure. So my role in effect is a 28. (laughs) Yeah. You didn't need it for this one, but yes. uh, That that would be like, the way you've heard all of this is definitely through your shadier connections. <laughs> Friday's heard gossip in bars at like Friday has been rubbing elbows with prosecution lawyers in various mm. bars and has gotten the skinny that way. And Rolora just knows everybody. They tell her. <laughs> that's how you've all gotten this information. And Saren has been sticking your fingers in your ears and humming real loud every time a name comes up. <laughs> <laughs> various crystal noises various crystal noises like high pitched crystal ringing um, no nope, we're not doing this that, you would think that she would shatter uh, under the force of such ringing but she is still here with us thank god so, knowing what you know uh, about this person must make her pre- like her presence here is even more just a little nerve wracking. You you had her like you know through Saren or Saren would probably be able to whisper to you really quickly that she that she's the director of operations here, and so that's why she's here. And uh, she and a team of Kahlo security people are currently boarding your land your landing platform, and one Kahlo approaches you while Lavarin kind of starts eyeballing Bessie and the Kahlo says Can I help you? <laughs> he sort of smirks at you and says are you the captain? Uh, no chief security officer well then you can't help me which one of you is the captain? Oh, what a snotty way to start a communication here I don't have time mm. to waste we're very busy around here well let me talk as slow as possible then and if you just want to waste all of our time, I guess you can go for it. I'm not here to play petty games with you. He offers you a data pad with uh, there's a there's a form on it. Just sign at the bottom. We'll take your cargo. I uh, I look, I peruse it very quickly and then sign it. If, unless there's something I catch on there, I guess I need to roll like a perception or something. So Dustin, you got how much on your perception check? I got a fourteen. The form, it's pretty straightforward. It's but but the what they want is a little concerning to you. They want to board the Voyjammer, offload all the cargo mm-hmm. for you, 
um, they they look a little annoyed that you have already offloaded it. Um, and then they want to take it into the facility uh, on on their own. Well, we already unloaded it, so if they want to take it, go for it. They're not coming into onto the yeah, ship. Yeah, and that's though. partially why they they do look a little annoyed. Um, so they're the callow takes the form back from you and it's like, well, we're going to inspect the cargo here uh, just to make sure it's all there and to make sure we don't need to go onto your ship to get anything you might be hiding. Uh, it'll take a couple of minutes. And then he spins around and walks away very officiously. It's a good thing last time we uh, we uh, cloaked the inside of the ship, essentially. Mm-hmm. That was yeah, a good call. Yeah, turned off the... <laughs> that was super smart. That's why you have the engineer here that mm-hmm. does those things. <laughs> You're a very good engineer. If the dragon and the callow are kind of like out of earshot, whoever's probably closest to a Vix, maybe that's the captain's like, does it seem odd that the director of operations themselves would be doing this? That should really be a rank and file position. Like, insert edge corp, like, I don't know, office tech, whatever classification. <laughs> Basically, like, Miss Fanny was, like, super low-level, like, warehouse person. It wasn't, like, the director. So to them, it just is also weird. I don't know. That's just may- maybe me, the bureaucrat angel. Like, that seems odd to... Hmm. Why do the work when you could have, like, lower paid work do that? That seems odd. And also, why would they unload it? So... You do see Avarin's head turn toward you. Her hearing is very good. Oh, whoops. I was like, your operation's shitty. You're losing overhead is basically... She actually walks over to you. Oh, my. I assure you that I am personally involved in all matters of operation here on Alicia. Please keep that in mind as you enjoy our facilities. Yeah, I bet. <laughs> yeah, we call that micromanaging. She's still there. She hasn't walked away. She doesn't. He doesn't care. <laughs> Do you remember the captain used to be diplomatic back in the day? Surely your point of contact informed you of the liability issues at play. This equipment is critical to the functioning of our operations here, and I'm sure you would not want to accept any responsibility for damaging it in transit. Yes, I'm just ensuring all things run as they should. Okay, well, get along with your insurance then. Saren will speak up and be like, Hey, um, you probably don't remember me, but why does it look like nothing's gotten done in eight years? That is so spicy. <laughs> <laughs> the four of you are being, I mean, honestly, hey. no, I mean, it's its really only two of you. Two of you are being so spicy talking to a fucking dragon. <laughs> <laughs> It's operations-oriented. Super curious. You know, Just we're in the export-import <laughs> business. <laughs> also, doesn't anyone ever have the urge to just pop off at your old boss and be like, hey, aren't you, if you're so good at what you do, why does it suck here still? <laughs> 100%. She regards you. Well, I wouldn't say I don't remember someone so distinctive. And as I recall, you were here what? Eight, nine years ago? Hmm. Yeah, that sounds about right, Miss Sacreon. <laughs> yes, well, as we 
seem to have made some hiring miscalculations, the project has been slow. Probably for the best that we're taking your cargo off your hands for you. Anyway... Folks experiencing a personnel shortage. No, we have it all under control. Anyway... Salute. Your credits will be transferred once we've secured our equipment. And in the meantime... She gestures at the gate, which is open now that they've taken possession of your stuff. Feel free to avail yourself of our cafeteria, or maybe take a guided tour of the city. I think you'll find it farther along and more impressive than you thought. Well, I'd be glad to be surprised to see that my work meant something. So, uh, quick question. You you have a problem with people going missing around here? Why? Is there someone in particular you're looking for? Ah, just something I heard through the grapevine, you know. You know how it is. Edge court, people talk. Friday's resisting the urge to say your mom. (laughs) Your mother. (laughs) (laughs) Your mother went missing. (laughs) She went missing in my bed last night. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) We are saucy today. Friday is really over edge court. Look, people. we don't like being kept waiting. <laughs> <laughs> well, not that I've noticed, and uh, I never forget a face. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Good noted. diversion there. <laughs> Good diversion there. <laughs> a plus deflection. Um, does someone want to roll me a sense motive? Anybody got anybody got sense sense motive? Got a little bit. Got a little uh, bit. Let's see. Technically, yes. Look, I can roll it. I can't promise it's going to be a good roll. Twenty-two. Seventeen on a plus one. Nice. <laughs> Natural one for a four. For a four. <laughs> <laughs> and I got a six. <laughs> Friday, all charm, but there's just nothing past it. <laughs> Charming veneer, indeed. <laughs> Perhaps, like, maybe Friday is too busy sort of eyeballing the callow who are going over the cargo shipment and is sort of has half a brain, half a brain worried about that, half a very possessive brain worried about that as they're kind of going over Bessie and, like, offloading stuff off of Bessie onto their own equipment. Uh, but the three, but the three of you uh, that are left... You noticed that, like, she, the place where she got really defensive, like, the only reason she's talking to you is because Vix really said something that pricked on her nerves, uh, mumbling about, like, what is the operations director doing inspecting all of this cargo? Yeah, that, that you can, you can tell she got defensive about that, um, how closely okay. did we inspect the cargo? Do we find anything? When, when you inspected that? your own cargo? Yeah. No, I mean, you know, you you had, I mean, you know, when when you were when you were loading it and unloading it and it's like, you know, you you found exactly the parts you expected to find. There's I'll give you that for free. It's everything's there that's supposed to be there, but you do notice that like Avarin seems a little overly suspicious. She seems overly involved and she seems defensive when anyone brings up the fact that she is a little overly involved. Things here, as I mean, as you already know from what you've heard from other sources, don't appear to be running all of that smoothly and she appears to be trying to hold it together. 
Ooh, someone got appropriately docked recently and are in you trouble. Were, she has been docked appropriately. <laughs> <laughs> so the callow that's been inspecting mm. your cargo will turn back and sort of nod to Avarin. She'll be like, enjoy your stay. We'll have your credits to you shortly. And then walks away. Fanny, you get the opinion that she's been docked appropriately recently. Sounds like. I wonder if they're going to be responsible for handing the credits to us themselves, or it'll be through an accountant. I mean, you would think it would be through accounts payable, but if they're so involved in the operations, maybe they'll just hand us the credit sticks themselves. It might just be her imagination, but her tail does seem a little extra lashy as she as she walks away. <laughs> I thought dragons were known for having thick skin. <laughs> are you are, are y'all just getting increasingly louder the farther away she gets? <laughs> yeah. yeah, definitely. Oh god. Up until the end when it's like Saren's like she was a bitch of a boss. She really knew how to drag that on. Hey. <laughs> Sarah, you had to work for that creature? My goodness gracious. He must have been truly a micromanager. Yeah. Do I remember her being a micromanager, or is that like a new thing? Hmm. Make me just make me like a general perception check to see what you into what, my what, memories. What, just what you what you noticed at that time. Okay. Uh, Retract pet perception twenty six. Great. Okay. Um. Unfortunately, though, you've done your best to forget. You have very very clear memories of what it was like <laughs> to work here. <laughs> You've tried real hard to let it go, but unfortunately, since you keep coming back in your dreams every night, that shit has stayed pretty fresh. Yep. And the answer is no. You don't. You're kind of shocked she remembers you at all. Uh, you guess it. It could. It could be because yeah. you are, in fact, a very distinctive crystal, as you have learned from Pira. But, but you remember. You remember her spending a lot of time in her office, having important meetings inviting shareholders to come view the operation not being on planet at all because Elysium was kind of barely a thing at the time like her office was on a you know edge corp negotiator so in orbit it wasn't really on the platform yeah I don't know you didn't see her very much it's it's real yeah. surprising to see her actually doing inspections herself that's a little wild yeah, um, it's really interesting because when I, what I remember is that she basically wasn't involved in the project at all, except from, you know, talking to shareholders from her office that wasn't even on planet. So, yeah, it, I think you're right about her having been docked accordingly. You know, the um, it certainly I, seems like seems like she's really trying to make up for something that's going wrong here. That's why I think I bet you she knows something about people going missing. She's just the kind of person to hide that put that kind of stuff under the rug and not to not to get in trouble with Edge Corp. Exactly, and not to get in trouble with the law. Well, and it's like what that that uh, the Garand said when like we helped help them out last um, up in space that like they were basically tr- like press ganging crews into working here and like people just mm-hmm. weren't being made allowed to leave. So, yeah, there's something something happening here where through some oversight, this job isn't going quite the way that she expected it to. 
That's my thoughts. I, I don't think yeah. they're making their profit margin and have to cut as much corners and getting a little sloppy. I think they promised. I think they promised the moon and aren't able to deliver. So now they're truly scrambling. Seems like we're gonna have to go investigate. What? Oh my god! You're gonna have to go explore the little island. That's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, where, what do the four of you want to do now? Do you want to go explore, poke around? Do you want to schedule a tour? Uh, I think let's get some food at the cafeteria and see what maybe some of the locals have to say. Hmm. Mm -hmm. I wonder if the, I wonder if the tour, tour boats or tour vehicles are, do they have a, a, a person running the the tours is it a holographic tour guide is it automated like the jurassic park <laughs> buggies oh that's a good question i mean they didn't say jurassic park but insert appropriate movies <laughs> maybe it is just jurassic park it has made the jump <laughs> across ac- across universes across the universes interdimensional i mean those are all excellent questions very good questions indeed. You'll probably find out more uh, within within the town at the cafeteria or by accessing a terminal. Let's just go, get a move on. Uh, I remember a good cafe from back when I, I worked here. Maybe it's still open. We don't want to go to the cafeteria. Mm, you remember Edgecore food. I remember Edgecore food, <laughs> but I also know that's where Edgecore employees, core employees are at. Uh, that's fair. Yeah. Boss, if you wanted that. Not a bad idea. Let's go get that hot goss. Hot goss. Uh, Saren, while we're doing that, you want to find a terminal where you might be able to plug in and see if you can find out some information? Absolutely. I'll, uh, we'll take a putter around on Jambike. Okay. Uh, does, so are we splitting up here? Don't go too far, but okay. Seems like it. Splitting the party. Oh, great idea. idea. Since 1988. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Okay. Who's going? Who's going? It might where? not be safe. I'll go with Siren. Because I'll I'll tell you that, com- like, as you're walking through the town, uh, there are not many terminals. So you do have to go looking for one. You remember from when you were here that like, it's kind of it's typical comp it's typical Edgecorp company town bullshit. Um, in the information flow is made not inaccessible completely, but irritating to do. So in a meta sense, I think we should have one diplomacy person with each like party, obviously Friday being our lead diplomacy man. And then I have a plus seven. I don't know if anybody else has bonuses. Nope. Not that high. Mine are more. I have a plus three. So I, I, yeah, I so it might be best area. if I go with um, <clears throat> Saren. Okay. Oh, because I got some computery stuff on on my part that we've got kind of yeah. tech and yeah, just so we're covering our skills bases. One no, talkie and one techie. Look at our chief of security. That's not meta. That's chief of security mm-hmm. right there. Good stuff, Alan. <laughs> yeah. Chief of security Actually, knowledge. Okay, cool. Um, so Saren and Ballad are sort of wandering the streets kind of catching the general vibe and looking for a terminal, looking for a public access terminal. And Friday and Relora are heading to the cafeteria. Sounds like a plan. See what you can hear. Keeping communication, keep comms open. Aye, aye. 
Okay, we'll do uh, Ballad and Saren first. So as uh, the two of you are strolling around the town, you are noticing a general, like, there are a few computers just around, uh, but they do seem to be, like, there seems to be a bit of a queue for them. They tend to have, a like, more than a few company employees already using them or lurking around them. You get the sense that you would have to wait for a little while to actually gain access. Uh, you can either wait or you can, you know, use some of that uh, some of that diplomacy to get them to cheese off. What do you think, Ballad? Should we... Uh, I mean, I, I kind of am sick of waiting, you know, but also realize yeah. it'd probably be best not to make a scene. <sighs> it's so hard not to make a scene. <laughs> <laughs> Temptation to make a scene rising. <laughs> yeah. I mean, God, I'm in a mood for the, I'm in the mood for a good scene. You know, it's just been, I mean, with Shan going missing and with everything else that's happened recently, I, you know, I, I just think it'd be kind of nice to let off some steam. Yeah. <laughs> we haven't cut loose in a while. No. Granted, they are just employees, so we probably shouldn't cut loose too hard. True. <laughs> I think I know. I think I know that guy. Uh, Saren then proceeds to wave at the at the guy. Yeah, the <laughs> guy the in question is a Stellifera, who that's essentially a like cephalopod who exists, you know, on land inside an orb of water. And then has that orb of water connected to a mech suit with which they interact <laughs> with the physical objects of the non-sea world. So cool. This this guy is currently accessing a terminal. Uh, there are a few other people in line, a couple callow, uh, a human or two, another Brunary that uh, may give, uh, you know, the four of you a bit of a double take. It is not Shan. Saren will walk up to, and uh, does does the the guy in question, Sefi, do they do they wave back? Um, so just imagine that it's a it's an, it's underwater talking, but uh, the cephalo the cephalopod ish creature uh, turns one like you you can see them rotate like one eye towards you and be like, is that you, Saren? They have a surprisingly deep voice. Yeah, hi. Such a tiny cuddlefish <laughs> creature. <Hi>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're. Uh, I'm with my new crew. Came back here to, you know, drop off some supplies. <laughs> well, Her. that was a mistake. Why the hell would anybody ever come back here? Oh, why would you say that? <laughs> Especially Honestly, how afraid of the water you got toward the end there. Am I right? And they kind of used the mech suit to jab you a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And Saren chuckles and is like, yeah, you're <laughs> super you're funny. Wrong. <laughs> uh, it, was a, it was a great time for me. Um, it's a good yeah. joke. It's a good joke. <laughs> I wouldn't have come back unless it were absolutely necessary. Uh, I mean, I figured. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Just Josh. And how are you? <laughs> uh, I've been good. You know, just delivering cargo across the universe. Uh have you seen Shan in a while or uh know? I mean not for a I don't know week and a half two weeks 
maybe three. I don't know. Shannon, I got put on different teams, and we we, we kind of lost touch. You know, oh, well, I, I don't see her that often to begin with. So I guess the last time was a few weeks ago. Uh, she's still stationed down on Terra Five, I think. Terra Five. Okay. Yeah. Do I know where that is? Does that ring a bell? You were stationed on Terra Five. Uh, I was stationed on Terra Five. Oh. Okay. Um, yeah. No, that would make sense. That where Terra Five is, uh, you're not sure because Terra Five's job is to crawl along the seafloor and terraform stuff. So, right. Like, uh, I'm not sure when they were scheduled for uh, for leave last or for you know for some R and R to come back up to the surface. But uh, but you know, as far as I know, she's still on that team. Anyway, uh, it's good oh. to see you and everything. We should we should meet up at the cafeteria for you know some well rocks for you and uh, uh, better more delicious stuff for me. But sometime, but I I've got to finish this email to my mom. <laughs> Hey, do you think I could sneak in behind you? I I need to use the uh, computer to check something. Hey, sir, and I'm, you know, it's good to see you and everything. But uh, you remember how it works around here, right? Like, I uh, favors for favors. You know, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't want somebody to be mad at me uh, for letting you cut. And like, you understand how, like, you remember how crucial terminal time is, right? So we have a name for it: terminal time, TT time. <laughs> Hey, Sefi. My oh, name's hey. Ballad. I'm a colleagues. We're colleagues. We're friends. You know, with Sarah nice. here. Um, we, we can, you know, we can grease your palm a little if that's if that's Ooh. what's needed. Or what? What can we do for you? You can already hear grumblings behind you that someone is talking to the person who's on TT time. It's cutting into everybody <laughs> else's TT time. <laughs> like, uh, can it? Can it? What you? What you got? I don't really have an answer for that. <laughs> I've got some extra battery cells that, you know, I could offer if your uh, suit ne- or if your suit needs an upgrade. I could maybe, I could maybe, you know, take some time to, uh, to work a little bit of Saren magic. All right. Uh, Ballad, roll me a diplomacy and Saren, you can aid with offering a battery. Because Saren, you will recall okay. from your time here, Edgecorp chalk. Edgecore, it's it's true fucked up company town shit where like you know you earn company bucks to buy things at the company store and everything's oh, marked gosh. up yep we both Great. rolled kind of roll. doo yeah <laughs> I got an 18 that and I missed aiding by one with a nine you still make it <laughs> not by yes. a lot like okay <laughs> alright okay um I do need some extra batteries, actually, and it is real. It is genuinely really good to see you and everything. So, uh, I'll let you. I will let you have the rest of my TT time. It's it's not long. I okay. I only well, had a couple more minutes. Uh, but do what you got to do, okay? And uh, and I'll, and I'll see you around. All right. Uh, could you could you could you send that email to my mom when you're done? Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Uh, we'll catch you catch you yeah, later. Yeah, catch the cafeteria. you later. And then uh, okay. they take off, swaying their tentacles, awesome. feeling jaunty. They got new batteries. Or <laughs> <laughs> they're about yeah, to. Yeah, he's right? about to. to. You, you still have to give him the batteries. All right. So I'm going to want to make a computers check, or do we want to pause with us and go to check in with team two? Let's check in with team two, and we'll come back to you. Um, in the meantime, could you refresh yourself on the hacking rules uh because company terminals have restricted information 
especially the information of where their terraforming platforms happen to be. So you're going to have to spend some of your precious TT time minutes digging around. Uh, I love that it's terminal time time minutes. (laughs) (laughs) Cream of the crop working here on Elysium. (laughs) Absolutely. (laughs) Oh, man. All right. Look alive. Look alive, team two, because you're in the cafeteria. Team two. Team two. Team foodies. Okay. Team foodies. You will be very disappointed by the quality of the foodie offerings in this cafeteria. Oh, it's it's a lot of reconstituted protein. It's some power bars. Oh, it's a. I mean, Relora, you have had MREs nicer than this. Oh God, these poor. I I I try to. I'm going to roll a perception to find kind of what looks like maybe the most disgruntled or grumpy like i've been here i know shit kind of personality uh see if i can pick up who's here i love it make me a um yeah just perception check a little perception sesh let's see probably another 14 because that's what i've been rolling all day in a 14 14 kind of place i'm in a 14 stadium Mm -hmm, state of mind mm -hmm. ah 13 (laughs) dang Dang. (laughs) (laughs) well Oh, I should have cast fluid morphism on everybody before we split up. Oh. Should have thought of Sorry. it. Next time. You can, get, you, can, can, you can give me that assist there. Yeah, you're going to want to give Friday an assist for Laura? Vix? Uh, yeah. <clears throat> I'll give them a augmented assist by um, doing kind of like a light touch. And how I picture the spell is a technomancic spell that harnesses the shifting ability of an astrozoan kind of like going through the bloodstream magically and i've increased any charisma based abilities uh it's plus two plus two for the next four minutes all right uh that thank you thank you ma'am that is 15 15 all right yeah uh honestly everybody looks pretty disgruntled you could you could really you could really take your pick uh, and it's and it's hard to know who would be the most disgruntled or who has been here the longest out of anybody here. But you do see um, someone who looks like they might have more of an administrator job and not a grunt work job. And uh-huh. you figured that that person might be your best bet as far as someone who has access to the most information. Uh, so I, I grab my uh, my food from the cafeteria. And then I go sit down to next to him, and then I pull out my bottle of special sauce that I like to pour on all my meat products that drives Fanny crazy because she thinks it ruins the food. Uh, It's basically ketchup. It's it's basically a a space ketchup. Uh, And uh, I pour it on there, and I was like, hey, you want to try this stuff? It makes this, this sludge taste somewhat decent. So I'm imagining, like, I'm thinking you're talking to a, you're talking to another human. I've decided, mm-hmm. and uh, she she does perk up, and I will and like be like, oh yeah, what you got? What is what is that? What's uh, where's it from? She like takes the bottle from you and sort of. It, it's an old family recipe. Uh, we we're lucky enough on our ship to have fresh f- fresh fruits and veggies, uh, so I uh, we have a nice hydro growing facility in our on our ship and so i make this with a mixture of uh yara berries and uh kerplop 
tomatoes uh, and uh, yeah, just uh, loaded with seven spices, seven herbs and spices. Uh, Kerplop tomatoes don't sound that appetizing, but I'll still give it a try. Anything's got to be better than this. (laughs) (laughs) Pour some of it on her food and goes like, so you're being awful nice to me. Uh, What do you want? I also don't recognize you around here. Are you a cargo? I'm guessing she waves at the two, like gestures at the two of you. Cargo freighters? New equipment? Yeah, yeah. Well, just just trying to make some friends. I'm Friday Francisco. And this here is my friend. What's what person you're playing right now? Vix. This is uh, my friend Vix here. Uh, Where'd you? Nice to meet you, Margo. Uh, Yeah, we're just hanging out here. We're looking for our we're looking for our friend Shan. Uh, you know, we every time we come here, we usually get to stop by and grab a bite to eat and hang out. But we couldn't get a hold of her this time, so I'm a little worried. And I'm gonna throw in my diplomacy right now with my charming veneer. Okay. And we even brought them a batch of specially made opening up the like Tupperware container. Uh, I'm picturing like golden light radiating out. It's like lemon squares, letting kind of letting the uh-huh. aroma fill the area. Like, ooh. <laughs> uh, that'd be a 29. I rolled a little low. What? <laughs> <laughs> oh, jeez. Uh, on a low, 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 low 29. A 29 that barely makes it. <laughs> Friday Friday smiles and only one tooth gleams this time instead she's of like, a couple. She's like, uh, I can't say I know anyone named Shan. Uh, do you do you know what team she was on? Do we know what team she was on? Uh, yeah. Beep, 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 beep. A quick, like, communication text to, um ballad and Saren's like uh do what team is Shan associated with Bing. with a little smiley face a lot of <laughs> Relora uses a lot of emojis <laughs> yeah. while Saren's busy with the terminal ballad will go ahead and, and shoot back a text with the info we got from uh Sefi Terrify Terrify oh that would be Terrify terrified wow that sounds a lot like terrified <laughs> and that's so funny because terrified <laughs> oh. is how margo looks when you say that shan was assigned to terrified oh is that a really her voice gets assignment? real low and she Ooh. leans in very close to you and she says like okay well thank god you didn't say that too loud why is that okay you gave me some pretty tasty sauce and i'm going to need you to leave the bottle for me to actually tell you everything and i want a lemon bar give that to me Oh, but they'll push over the whole Tupperware like, container. Okay. Um, honestly, the food is so bad here. This actually might be worth my job to tell you. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, I don't know too much. Uh, I don't have access to like a lot of information, but I do know that two company employees were recently dispatched to Terra 5. And uh, the name and purpose has been wiped from our files oh. of why they were sent. I just, I, I only know this because I was reviewing duty rosters and uh, I noticed uh, yeah, that a couple of people got sent down. And then the next time I checked the report, their names were gone. I don't Friday thought thinking back where he made the comment about things being sh- take, you know, usually when, if somebody dies that they just kind of shove it under the, Mm-hmm. under the carpet so to speak Shit. Uh, 
Well, I don't suppose you could tell me where this Terra Five is. No, I don't. I don't have that data on me, and I don't. I don't remember it. I just. I just remember reading the Terra Five duty roster. There were seven names on it, and then the next time I checked, there were five. I don't. I don't. I just remembered thinking that was weird. You don't ask a lot of questions around here, uh, and I just kind of moved on with my day. Does uh, the name Shan ring a bell? No, still, still, still doesn't right. ring a bell. I'm, I'm not, I'm, I'm not, sh- I'm not sure if that was one of the names that I saw. Like I said, I didn't, I didn't actually really mark the names. I was more looking at the numbers. What is that? Uh, what does that assignment do? What's her purpose? Uh, Terra Five is a terraforming platform, as you can, you know, probably guess. It's called Terra. It's it's just supposed to be doing what all the other terraforming platforms are doing. It's just supposed to be crawling along the seabed, and like they've got. You know, there's a lot of there's a lot of like special algae down there. I don't know the science, uh, but from what I do understand, they 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 cut the algae, they do they inject it with something, and then the algae rises to the surface and forms like like land essentially, which is what we're what this island is currently made out of. So it's just essentially it's creating land on top of these like oceans. It's not a special terraforming unit, as far as I know, and they wouldn't tell me even if it was. And I'm actually pretty cool with that. I don't want to know. No, sounds good. Sounds I, I good. Totally understand, Margot. Well, thank you for the for, thank you for the info thank you and for the uh, enjoy the grub. Thank you, Margot. And uh, I guess we'll finish this lop and be on our way. Moving back over to the computer team, you the have the computer team. for <laughs> I'm going to say three minutes. That was how much <laughs> TT <be> time, <laughs> terminal time time. <laughs> Easy time. <laughs> uh, Sefi had on his account. I'm gonna need you to hack the computer. It is a tier two. Oh, just gonna pass uh, passed out the the intelligence that we picked up to our, our group text. A lot of exclamation and like, uh, wow, like, oh my goodness, emojis, like excise emojis, like all, all <laughs> crazy emojis coming through <laughs> with the message. <laughs> Ballad sending face. back all her custom emojis. <laughs> uh, okay, so the DC is going to be 13 plus 8, so 21. Um, and so th- since I'm already in the computer, like, am I hacking through firewall or am I, like, hacking, like, through to a different subsystem or something like that? Uh, you are hacking through... You're hacking through into the company's infosphere. So I'm going to say a firewall. All right. So computer check for that first one. So um, I'm not even on the right thing there. That is a 33. Oh, okay. Very nice. So that that's good so that for the first one check. Round. Second check to hack through the... F- yep. And then second round... I'm going to toss you a hero point for a double I, roll on that. It's okay. I rolled a 21. Oh, okay. <laughs> which is exactly what I needed to roll. Oh, good. good. Great. <laughs> You're nailing. Never mind. I appreciate the offer, but I was okay. like, I already rolled it. So yeah, I was I was behind. <laughs> so it takes you a couple rounds to get into the computer. A little. You've got to, I think probably like about a minute and a half left before the people in line behind you okay. start getting antsy. The way this is arranged is it's like depending on how many rounds you have, which depended on your diplomacy roll for how long for someone getting away from the computer. You've got a couple rounds of information that I'm going to give you. So the first round that you spend searching the computer, you confirm that Shan is indeed stationed on Terra 5, 
along with five other employees. The third round, you get okay. the t- you get Terra Five's current location. Terra Five is currently crawling along a deep sea reef about three hundred miles away, and you can you do have time to save its coordinates and general layout of the vehicle. Okay. On the fourth round. There is a mysterious automated data feed connecting to something referred to only as Harvester One. Don't nope. like that. And that's mysterious data feed connected to Harvester yep. One. And that okay. is your time. That's, that's your all time. I get. Uh, the other people behind okay. you go, go like, okay, you know, Sefi's time is over. It's my <laughs> uh, turn. Yeah, I sent that email. I am in a long distance relationship and messaging is of the essence to maintain commitment and trust oh i absolutely understand that (laughs) the lives are so short and boring (laughs) oh dang savage fucking savage ballad (laughs) sorry sometimes when you're 300 years old you get a little fucking grumpy about this kind of thing (laughs) <laughs> no, so Saren hits that send button and then logs out. Oh, good job, like, because I was gonna. You know, Sefi was gonna down. get in touch and be super mad if he didn't remember to email his mom. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to think that, be, that the email is just a bunch of colors strung That's together. Funny. It's like blue and then green and then oh, teal. Because that'd be, <laughs> that'd be cuttlefish be language orange. for sure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, so cool, great. I also realized like that the whole scene with Sefi kind of irrelevant because I can do a remote. Hack. Oh, <laughs> um, I, I can literally just hack something from like twenty feet away. So while someone oh. else is using it, it's just funnier this way. I mean, <laughs> yeah, like I could probably use it, hack it while someone else is using it, and then be like annoyed. Like could have role played that Absolutely. that happening, but <laughs> like me. Me but then you wouldn't have bet Sefi, and you wouldn't have learned about TT time minutes. time. So, yeah. I know you can't answer this question. Is there anything else that I could get if I did choose to try and hack while someone else is, like, go to another terminal and hack while someone else is using it? I'm not going to answer that question, it. as you predicted. Okay, yeah. Yep. You don't get to know. Yeah. Um, I think that's gonna that's that that was your time. That was your TT time, and this is our TT time because we are at time for this recording. And uh, the search for Shan will have to continue next episode on Far Beyond the Stars. Pew pew pew. 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 Um, not quite to the pew pews yet, though. Thank you so much, everyone, for listening to the show. We love it that so many of you actually think this is cute and funny because we are cute and funny and we appreciate it when other people appreciate that about us (laughs) if you can't get enough of us we also produce a whole second show that has a whole bunch of episodes you can head over to fantastic worlds podcast check that one out that's based on the reign of winter adventure path for pathfinder 1e lots of fantasy lots of baba yaga lots of icy snowy death lots of poison cookies and other shenanigans we also recommend lots of lots of dumb jokes it's it gets wacky over there (laughs) it does lots of what jokes i said come yeah (laughs) i only just realized yeah my um one of the one of the categories of dumb jokes that we tell (laughs) is a cum joke (laughs) 
Anyway, you're welcome. <laughs> Go enjoy. We recommend also connecting with our fantastic community on Discord or Reddit. Uh, you can follow someone on Facebook and Instagram and I guess X, if X is still a thing that people fucking use in September. Oh, my God. Um, whatever. <laughs> Go find us places. You- <laughs> it's not X. It's always going to be Twitter in my heart. Oh, no. Always. If that motherfucker wants to dump an entire extremely recognizable, so recognizable it's in the dictionary now brand to change it to something stupid, that's what we're going to use now. Um, he idiot. does not have Twitter anymore. So st- <laughs> So monumentally dumb. dumb. It's the stupidest thing I've ever heard of. Uh, <laughs> you know, and despite all the all the baggage Twitter has, the Twitter icon and Twitter and the words tweeting are beloved. Tweeting like, like, is in the that- dictionary as something associated with Twitter. Like that, you cannot buy good branding like that. <laughs> like, ah. <laughs> uh, anyway, edge core though. Hmm? Oh wait. <laughs> Well, you know, X is going (laughs) to give it to you. Anyway, um, don't you bring DMX into this. Do not besmirch his his name. God rest his soul. They're ready to rock. They're Mm -hmm. ready to roll. You can find (laughs) links to access all of our various socials, all of the ones that we are still on, uh, on fantasticworldspod.com. It's a mystery to us, too, where we are at this moment in time. Oh God! I gotta yeah, change the icons on all of our stuff. That's Twitter. Yeah, to NX. Um, we don't oh, use the bird God. anymore. The bird is dead. <laughs> <gasps> if you would like to support the pod, please consider joining our Patreon by going to fantasticworlds.cash, where you can get access to behind-the-scenes content uh, for all of our shows and our undying gratitude for supporting our queer actual play podcasts. We love you. Thank you. I am Abby, your galactic mistress, and you can find me at Bonanza Famine on Instagram or X, I guess. I'm Heidi, your chief engineer, Saren uh, Malayacor. No one knows that yet. Uh, And (laughs) you can find me at Vamahillion, becoming an Organization 13 member on X. (laughs) Hell yeah. This is Angel. I can be reached on the various socials platform under Espinoza916. This is Jess. You can find me at Hank the Clank. This is Dustin. And by the way, we have moved to threads as well. So we are on there. So feel free to follow us there where at least it's somebody who probably won't throw away their brand recognition. like I don't nothing. know. Zuck's a uh, copycat, find- so he might just do whatever all the cool kids are doing and throw away all of his fucking money too. I think he's actually smart though, is the difference. Very possible. <laughs> he is a he is a robot that has assumed human form. He's probably smart. I mean, there's so once you become a billionaire, there's something weird that happens to you where you just lose all sense of reality. And uh, yeah, that's why there is no such thing as an ethical billionaire. Anyway, you can find me on all the Sokial medias at Dustin Alexander. Uh, if you enjoy our show, <laughs> please spread the word to friends and family you think might enjoy the show as well. They're going to love it because who wouldn't? And we'll see you next time. Far beyond the stars. Pew, pew. X.
Far Beyond the Stars is a Fantastic Worlds production and an officially licensed partner of Paizo Incorporated. The Starfinder Adventure Path Fly Free or Die is a trademark of Paizo, copyright 2020. All Paizo content is used with permission. I was going to do something stupid and I can't maintain it, so I'm not going to do it, but I was going to try and simulate like underwater talking noises, like try to like try to go like, Aaron. <laughs> that was a pretty good zoidberg thank you there. i do a great zoidberg yeah